T-Pog. Week four is in the books. Pardo, come close to the mic. Mike. <laughs> I said Mike. Present. Present. Well, what have we got on the cards today? Well, we got the wrap-up for all the weekend NFL games. Um, no surprises for Rugby World Cup. Premier League outrage at VAR. And I think the Ryder Cup was on. Victory well, for Europe. But we'll mostly be talking about NFL because there was a lot, about the NFL. lot of good games about the this NFL. weekend. Anyway, start the clock. 30 minutes on the timer. Boom. Intro music, please. All right. So we're back. Intro music was just played. How are you feeling today? Feeling fresh as a daisy? I felt fresh earlier today, but I was just saying to you just before we started the pod, I um, just I suppose it's just the you know the week's already gone to, gone top of me. It's Tuesday. One thing has brought in my day is like I looked looked at the weather for the weekend. Mm-hmm. UK is heading towards a like an Indian summer heat wave. Twenty three wow. degrees on Saturday. Twenty three. What are you going to do? Barbecue. Barbecue. Might go to you know have a few shandies in the the old beer garden. Who knows. What's your beer garden of choice nowadays? Not to make it too local. Throw out a name. Well, there's there's nice Cheshire ones that I'm going to. Like I was thinking, like the Pheasant, Three Greyhounds, Red Lion. Some great generic pub names, but they are great beer gardens as well. There you go, so listener. Nice drive out. Find yeah. the 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 Three Greyhounds, the Red Lion closest to you, and uh, and you can you can be doing the same thing that Pardo is doing. Join in the fun. <laughs> well, for me, it's. Um, I can't believe it's Tuesday because it was a long weekend here in Germany to celebrate reunification. So this was the the day many years ago when the East and West became one Germany. And so it's uh, not like uh, the Berlin Wall. It is. It is that. Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, it's Did it reunification. Unify on that day. No, I think it was. I don't know when the wall came down. Actually, that's bad of me. I should have checked, but it that was basically the signal of the reunification happening. I don't know when, maybe the third is when the paperwork was done. You know, Germans, Germany's a very bureaucratic nation, so I'd imagine it has yeah, something to do with the paperwork when the stempel, the stamp was put on the paperwork. Um, so, yeah, we were in our little, there's a Kleingarten, they're called in Germany. It's a like an allotment in the UK. And we were there for the weekend in the nature. It was nice, but I only just got back. So it does, it feels like it went so quickly. Four days. And I can't believe we're almost like midweek now. You got any fruit and veg? Loads. Absolutely loads. So we we just came back, just made some burgers, and we used our own gherkins on there. And um, yesterday I made, like at the garden, made a little kind of a Thai curry style thing with um, used our own aubergines, courgettes, all this uh, leeks from the garden. I've got, I've got loads of stuff this year. It's just brought back a load of apples and grapes as well. We had grapes this year. Um, so the apples will be made into a, a little uh, apple crumble or something. I think Is I'm apple hoping. crumble your go-to for using up apples? we got well, gumplo. I'm not really the baker. I do the cooking, but uh, I told you my wife has got into baking bread. She's also make she makes apple jam, which is a bit weird to us in the UK. It's not really a a kind of thing. But yeah, I remember coming last time I was there. There was apple jam on the go. I think (laughs) she likes it. She likes it. The kids like it. So um, 
and also we have an apple tree, right? So we need to use the apples. Uh, there was there was an opportunity this weekend to make some cider because there was a juicer. They brought an industrial juicer to the garden for all the people in the gardens, and you could go there and take your apples and turn it into juice. Um, but then I had to leave at the time when the juicer was there to pick up my wife from somewhere because she she'd been in town getting a haircut or something. Logistics so weren't on your side. Logistics yeah. were not on my side. Plus, I also in a rush to leave the house, I left. Uh, I forgot like the the storage thing for the juice for the apple juice. So then I was like, well, I'm not going to buy a new one. So I'll just. Uh... I I had grand hopes for making cider. I think like last two years, every time I'm like, yeah, I got to do cider this year. But then it's like the reality of the juicer that just isn't very efficient no i actually bought and... a juicer last year because to do my own just a, a black and decker kind of like you know household juicer and then after about five apples i was like this is never gonna work and i've never used the juicer again you just see the little dribble at the end <laughs> yeah, of five exactly. apples oh and that i took uh, that juicer i um it's still in a cupboard somewhere so i should probably should have taken it back to the shop actually anyway you live and you learn it's past yeah Exactly. You you kind of have these really, you know, these wild ideas and then you, and then you realize how stupid it was. <laughs> Probably like making a podcast. If only you had someone else to implement the idea rather than having to do it yourself, you know, exactly. oh, the actual juicing here. Oh, but right. I have to say, we've had this garden for a few years and we had a bounty of a harvest this year. And it's because the first year I look back and you you have I had no idea what I've never never had a big garden. My my garden growing up was tarmac basically so i wasn't i'm not really uh green fingered so to speak but it's been a great learning curve learning how to kind of you know the soil kind of affects all these things and the, all this business so i built a lot of like raised beds this year got good soil i have like big composters now and they were making a lot of like i used my own compost this year and um, we had an abundance, like the aubergines. You wouldn't believe how many aubergines we got. It was crazy. Potatoes, hey, aubergines, leek. Every time compost. I go to say oh, I want to, you know, comp- you know, do your own composting, mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, tracks rats. And oh yeah, but that's station. that's because you don't uh, don't throw meat in there though. Don't so, throw meat in there anyway. No, no, but you don't. I I've had I have two composters on in the garden, two big composters. We put all the all the stuff in there you just can't put fish and meat that attracts rats but i've only i've only ever seen one little mouse in the composter and the All rest right. um it's worked out it's worked fine and the compost is fantastic so mm. i just yeah, i put all the, the grass stuff. cuttings in there and all the food and all the apples that were on the floor have gone in there like i've been doing it for like 2 years now and i've got great compost from it so All right. Right. Yeah, and they're not too oh, bad. Okay. Get one of those big plastic um, things, just a big plastic bin, right? And they cost maybe fifty pound, and then you you basically have your own compost forever, and you get rid of the all the stuff in a good way as well. Not a bad idea. If we stick around in the house that we're currently in, yep. then uh, we're around for another season. We'll go all in, compost away. Very good. Should we get towards some NFL, or should we make it into a gardening podcast? And we could, we could easily, we could easily. We'll transition. Change. We're transitioning, ready for the end of the NFL season, to a garden pod. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, let's go through the games. Um, I'm like you say. I mean, I don't think there's much need to talk about any of the sport. The NFL really delivered over the weekend. Some cracking Maybe let's games. Let's do let's do 20 minutes on the NFL. A wrap up with uh, two minutes on other sports. You can do a blitz fire minute. two minutes minute. And um, so let's let's do because we've got 22 minutes of the 30 minutes left. So let's right. uh, let's jump in. What's your first game? Go. Uh, Bills Dolphins. Oh yeah, good one. So this was just to give you a bit of a summary for those listeners that have got their heads in the sand. The Dolphins won 70 to 20 something last week against the, was it the Broncos they played last week? So yeah, the, the, the Dolphins were kind of coming into this week, everyone saying they're the most electric team in NFL, but NFL is always a, it's a tough lady as you'll, as you'll hear. And but also the Bills, right? So these are two division foes, probably the two best teams in the division. And the Bills have been the best team in that division for the last three, four years. And they have Josh Allen, great quarterback, one of the best. Fantastic. And they pretty much, uh, last week or so, the Bills, we were talking about the Bills previously, and then the Bills, we said, keep an eye on the Bills this weekend when they were playing the Washington Commanders last week. And we said, if they play well, maybe they're kind of really getting into form. And they battered the commanders last week i think it was like 31 to 3 um and then they were coming so both teams were coming in with good form and then there's a real kind of clash of the titans this one so yeah and then what happened pardo that's the little giving you the the floor now to tell well I mean, it, I mean this is it. so in that game it was a clash of you know really good teams you know going into this week four and it started you know seven two Bills, and then quickly Dolphins came back, 7-7, 14-14. So it's kind of very even pegging. And then suddenly the Bills just took over and Josh Allen just ran the show. Um, so it was just superb kind of, from my perspective, I saw, you know, the defense from Bills was just absolutely amazing. You know, they've got a fantastic quarterback in Tua on the Dolphins side, but it was just kind of felt they were locked out. And just everything kind of fell for Allen that day. And like there was a there was a throw where the commentator's like, just just throw it out, just throw it out. But then he, you know, like Allen did a spin and then managed to kind of get get to Cook and they got the touchdown. It was um it's incredible to watch. And I think for me, I mean, they they're just a yeah, just the Bills in itself, just watching that game against the Dolphins. I mean, they they look like the real deal to me. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know what your thoughts are from looking at them in previous seasons. So I think, well, just to, the score was 48 in the end to the Bills and 20 to the Dolphins. So mm. I th- I think last year, was it last year that the Dolphins, uh, sorry, the Bills started the season as favorites to win the Super Bowl? But they kind of capitulated for a number of reasons. They had a very horrific uh, situation where someone had cardiac arrest on the field, one of their players. And almost died. And he was returning. He played um, in this game. He was back. Damar Hamlin, his name is. Um, so, and, and I think this kind of the pressure of being the favorites last season, plus this incident, really, mm. you you felt this, the air just gets sucked out of their kind of campaign last, last season. And then basically all the pundits just went off the Bills bandwagon and were like, yeah, they'll never do it. They seem to choke. Um, they'll never kind of do it. And the Bills also, bear in mind, if you look back at NFL history, the Bills have, I believe the Bills have never won a Super Bowl. Correct. And and they 
were in the Super Bowl. There was 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 it three times in a row? Um, they were in the Super Bowl in the sort of um, I think it was the seventies. Is the documentary the about the Bills is failure is, of winning the Super Bowl? Exactly. It's very it's it's famed because they got to the Super Bowl. I think it's three years in a row, and they lost uh, every year, which is obviously I mean it's hard. It's impossible almost to get to one. So like it's very hard to get to one Super Bowl three uh, in a row, and then not four winning. Balls of Buffalo. It's called Steve. Ah, uh, okay. So it was like four saying times. Out loud just to remind myself to watch it. Yeah. So I think they must have had it in a row, but then there's another time. So it's on Disney Plus as well. So I'm going to check that out. This check week. that out. It's a really good documentary, actually, and you kind of see the hurt behind it, right? That these players still hold today um, as old men now. Like they look back on it, like how did we never win it? And and so you know the the buffalo bills fans it's they kind of they're some of the best fans in the league like they they deserve something right they have the, a great quarterback but but so this was this was them kind of like saying hey there's no hype around us no one's talking about us but we mean business this season and i think josh allen played one of his better games i've seen for a long time he's been secretly like quietly having a fantastic season only in week 4 but you could see he's like hey like this is you know you could see he this was a little we are here and we are the team to beat um forget talking about these fancy dolphins we're gonna kick ass so that was quite interesting mm. and i suppose speaking about fans and your kind of you know situation with the falcons you yeah. know you kind of lost it on twitter over the weekend i did, I did. and yeah you pretty much you know you kind of left the Falcons alone and you're, you're out looking for a new team. I left the nest. I left the nest, let's say. I I, could, um, I just couldn't. I mean, God, I... So I told you I was in the garden, right? Um, It was on TV in Germany, so I have a little TV there so I could watch. And I rushed back because I was doing some errands. I rushed back to watch this game and I just sat there and I was like, God, they are just awful. And I've not, I've not enjoyed any game, even when they've played fairly, you know, when I told you the social media team, they won two in a row and they were all like, we're the best team in the world, you know, because I watched those two games and they were not good. Um, They were kind of, I think it was just maybe poor opponents at the time or whatever. B. John Robinson, fantastic player. He is worth the the ticket value alone, right? He's brilliant. Some of the stuff he does is fantastic. He's their running back, drafted something like seventh overall or something last uh, in the last draft but i can't get behind they're just like i don't know it, it's so dull i don't know how you can be so dull with uh with these these players so i'm just like and and it's arthur smith's third season it's time like mm. no one survives a thir- three seasons without getting to the playoffs so if he doesn't he doesn't turn it around um they and and just that yeah he'll be gone but To me, it was more this decision to stay with Desmond Ritter, who they drafted in the third round a couple of years ago. I just, it just doesn't seem like he's got it to me, right? So I I would have, I think they should have probably taken a punt on on someone else in the draft and and just, just gave, he just doesn't look like last season he played a couple of games, didn't look very dynamic. And again, so anyway, I, I, I wasn't, you know, I I wasn't ex- thoroughly excited about the Falcons, but I was like, okay, yeah, I need a team. Maybe it's that. But I just watching these games, like I can't even cheer for them. I'm just not feeling yeah. it. So, yeah, I need to I need to You've find. Got to go with you your know, gut with these things. Yeah, you know, that's why my... I mention it. I mention yeah. it now because obviously, yeah, you, know, you could probably start building a short list. Well, you know who I might go for. You know who's taking my I, attention. I, I know exactly who your team should be. Okay, but I don't know whether you admitted it. 
Well, let me tell you who I who is on top of my radar at the moment. Get have a guess, Duke. I don't think you'll guess it. Uh, I think it's going to be Chiefs. Oh no, no, no! So well, I, I know, think it should be because that is really who you care about. Yeah, but, it, um... is. <laughs> it is really. But let me tell you, the only thing I can't get on board with this team, everything else is making me cheer for them. It's the Houston Texans. So one of the worst teams in the league. But it's a Falcons waiting to happen. Texans. (laughs) D'Amico Ryans, I like him, the head coach. He came from the 49ers. He's the DC. He played his career in the in Houston. So he's got this kind of, you know, I like these sorts of ex-pros who are like kind of doing well in coaching. And the the kicker is I do really like their quarterback, CJ Stroud. So he was picked second overall. I liked him in the draft process. I was kind of he would have been my choice because he could he's a self-proclaimed ball placement specialist. That's what he said in the draft, right? So and and it's proven right. Like I, I thought there was a bit arrogant, like, but he he looks like an NFL quarterback. He plays like he plays really well. And he is up there already in the stats of the best quarterbacks, right? He's throwing it all over the place. He's fantastic. So that is grabbing me. And they're jerseys, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Their kit looked fantastic. That was slick. It was a nice city as well, if I remember rightly. It's right on on the the coast. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, The only thing is I don't like their name, the Texans. Mm. You know, I'd prefer an animal. But what can (laughs) you do? I mean, they've got a bull in their icon. So, I mean, in their logo. So that's something in itself. And and it's one of the... to be fair, I had a list of kind of games to talk through. I didn't even like highlight the Texans Steelers because it was, seemed like such a kind of one way result. You know, you kind of only got a certain amount of time to kind of go through every, you know the games and kind of watch the highlights. But Texans Steelers one I kind of missed because exactly. I thought, well, it's mm. thirty to six. So the Texans won thirty mm. to six with a rookie quarterback, second pick overall. They won last week. They're two and two. And he just absolutely dominated. It was two touchdowns, 306 yards he threw for. Um, the whole team in general was just, they they battered the Steelers, absolutely battered them. Oh, and he looks he looks pretty good. So that, that hey, was well, one of the AFC itself looks a bloody tricky league because they got the Colts, Jags, and Titans, and they're all two and two. Yeah. And I think most people thought that would be a bit of a washout this season really but the titans always compete they are they are a very competitive team and they also had a cracking result this weekend they destroyed the bengals so like the bengals have not played well at all but i said to you that was on thursday's pod i said this is a game to watch because the bengals at some point need to become who they are right like joe burrow can't Mm -hmm. keep playing like this but he just looks so restricted he can't move he can't do anything so they just can't get any offense going. They're falling a bit apart. All the fans are calling for Zach Taylor's head, who got them to a Super Bowl a couple of seasons ago. Jamar Chase in the locker room, they said he was answering a question to the press, and he said, I'm always fucking open. And uh, it's just like, <laughs> no one can get the ball to him. And and then he said, oh, excuse my profanity. I shouldn't have said that, you know. And um, yeah, but the the Texa, the the Titans um, played a really good game. And then they they won it. What was the final score there for the Titans? It was twenty seven to three. And Mike Vrabel, the Titans coach, he he seems like one of the better coaches in the NFL. And he did a great leadership tactic. Um, the whole he he waited in the tunnel to shake every player's hand who came past him. That's great. Yeah, great I like that. Leadership. Nice touch. Yeah. So 
um, that that game also jumped out to me. But uh, there was a game that was last night, actually, the Monday night game, which uh, I wanted to talk about, which was the... You can the... talk about that. I was just about to say, I've got a nice little one for the Bengals. They've yet to score a first half touchdown this season. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't even know whether they scored even a touchdown, have they? Because they, they, they seem to have only scored three points every game. I don't know what's going on with them. They've had a they've had at least one win. Yeah, you know, the the one and three. Oh but, yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, they did. I think it was last weekend they won. Uh, but they need to let Joe Joe Burrow recover because they can't do anything without him. Their season is basically if he can't get fit, and he's not going to get fit by keeping playing and keeping aggravating this calf injury that he got in the off season. So I don't know what they're in a bit of a conundrum. Either they just put someone else in and probably they're going to lose a couple more games, let him recover and then come back and and maybe they can then have a have get to the playoffs and and try but that's a tough league that they're in. Mm, you know. Yeah. So although the Browns do look terrible, so um <laughs> maybe. There you go, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, do you want me to take a one? Yes. So the Giants, um, this this one was crazy. Like if you take a look at the highlights of this game when you when you get a chance, because Daniel Jones no, sacked yeah. eleven times, eleven times. I mean, it was crazy. Like he, he was running for his life the whole day. Just they just have no offense at all, right? So like Daniel Jones just running to get a few yards. He was getting if he couldn't run, he would get sacked. Then he when he every time he threw it, there seemed to be a turnover. Um, Devin Witherspoon, who was number five overall pick in the draft, so he's a rookie. He was much talked about in the draft process, and he had a 97 yard pick six, uh, returned it for a touchdown on the interception. It was just, it was like, what is going on in New York? It, it was, it was just your kind of hand, head, head in hands moment for these like Giants fans. It, it's pretty he's terrible. He's not a running quarterback, is he? But he got he the is. most. He is actually, is yeah. You, like, well, you class him as that. I, no, he's not a running quarterback. You wouldn't really class him, but he, but he he is quite good at running, right? So he can do both. He's a dual threat quarterback. You would probably say, uh, but he's not the best thrower. He's he's not the best runner, right? But he can do both. He's, uh, yeah. I think um, I just it, it's it's a funny it's a funny one with Daniel Jones because no one's been really convinced his whole. Uh, his career so far but they gave yeah. him a big contract in the off season he signed like a 40 million plus uh, a year deal and no one's really convinced and he looks to have like regressed a little bit right but but i don't think it was particularly his fault i think it was a whole team effort they just have not got started the giants and right. yeah that the the seahawks just took advantage of that they they just dominated the defense was just dominating them so they played um, really well, the Seahawks. I was quite impressed with those guys. Yeah. And did you see that? Um, obviously, it was all uh, summed up by that um, that pickup in there and half by Witherspoons uh, yeah. for the final uh, touchdown of the game. Exactly. So that in itself was worth kind of checking out the highlights for. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's one. Um, if you want to see Daniel Jones sitting on his ass for for seven minutes and then a couple of like pick sixes, that's that's basically the highlights to watch. Oh well. And, well to be fair, the punt by Giants, 55 yards, that was something in itself, but that was the only thing to take from the game. But, I mean, there's some great play by uh, Seahawks, that uh, flank run by Noah Fant. Um, yes. Just kind of short of the touchdown, but they got the touchdown in the end anyway. But was that nice. was just beautiful to see. Yeah. And he's a good he's a good tight end. He was traded over in the Broncos trade uh, when they traded for Russell Wilson, and he used to play for the Broncos. But I've always been a bit of a fan of uh, Noah Fant. 
but there was uh, but you're clutching at straws when you you're one of your highlights of your team on is a punt right so oh, i mean that, that, <laughs> I, that's exactly why i kind of added it it's that is clutching at straws that's the only thing you can take away but yeah at least they're doing those special parts yeah okay when the chances come what else do you have on your list? I had uh, Broncos on my list. Speaking of the Broncos, I had a Broncos win. That was a. We did say on the last pod we said that this Sean Payton has got to win this game against the Bears. He cannot go to zero and four. Like he's had a terrible start to the season, and the Broncos they were twenty eight to seven down in the third quarter. Everyone, all the Twitter sphere was going crazy with, um, oh Justin Fields, yeah, he's a finally proven himself. He's dominated, yeah. And then uh, I don't think it was Justin Fields' fault, but then the Broncos came back and they won in the end. What was the final score there? Obviously, one twenty-eight um, to the Broncos. I mean, that's it. It was they both. Well, they're just at it, weren't they? You know, it's no one wanted to lose that game because of what it meant afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And to be a Bears fan at the moment, I mean, gosh, it's pretty, just, yeah, pretty yeah. miserable. I mean, you've you've always got the bear TV show to go and watch. If you don't want to watch the bears play football, you could watch, uh, take a Sunday off the football and watch the bear to get a bit of, to start feeling good about Chicago again. Cause I think the bear would ignite that. Maybe that love of your city again. what do you think? I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, as it, yeah, based in Chicago. Yeah. There's, there's other things. Yeah. You can compensate for the, the bears not performing well, but, if you do see a bear in the street, give him a hug. Yeah, not a real it. bear though. You don't want to give a no, real bear a, a hug. Bear fan. And I don't think Gilmore's a bear yet, and it doesn't sound like he's going to be one for a few no. years. The bears, the bears out. don't really grab me. I do like Chicago as a place, but the the bears in general have never really grabbed me as a team. One one team that I do, I wish I could cheer for, but you know, most of America cheer for as they're called America's team is the Cowboys, and they came back to form this week with a 38-3 to win over the Patriots. And the Patriots looked yeah. completely, I don't know, that they, they look like they're falling apart. Like Belichick, it doesn't look like he's working for him. I, I think Robert Kraft, the owner, and Belichick are going to, they've already, there's rumors that they've been falling out. Kraft doesn't like Belichick anymore, kind of wants him out. Um, but obviously you can't get rid of the greatest coach of all time, right? So he's he's kind of in this limbo. He kind of wants, like, you get this kind of rumors of saying that Kraft really kind of just wants him to fail so yeah. he can just be like, okay, get out. Because he's had a few seasons post-Tom Brady and he's not been able to get it going and he's had his chances. Uh, Mac Jones just doesn't, he, he doesn't look good enough. I was actually had this weird thought this weekend because I was thinking about the Patriots and, and I was thinking it's kind of a, a weird world how things work out because so the draft process right san francisco 49ers uh, a few years ago there was a draft right many people teams needed a quarterback as they always do the 49ers moved up to to secure like the third pick and many people said they were going to pick mac jones who is now the patriots quarterback but they ended okay. up picking trey lance at the time right the Trey Lance, as we stand today, it didn't work out, right? It, people say big wasted pick, one of the worst draft picks of all of all time because they traded so much draft capital to get up there to get him, right? But that that basically pick allowed them to pick up Brock Purdy in the seventh round of the draft, 
um, as a kind of just put him in the squad, you know, maybe something will happen. But then Trey Lance didn't work out, but Brock Purdy did, right? And Brock Purdy looks like fantastic, just part of, he really complements everything they tried to do. So it, it looked like they found their perfect quarterback by luck, right? But if Mac Jones had gone originally and everyone was like, they wanted Mac Jones, they should have picked Mac Jones. Um, but if if they'd have got Mac Jones, they would have never brought in Bob Purdy and they'd still have like a a kind of, because I don't think Mac Jones is, the, I think Mac Jones will end up being a career backup somewhere, personally. Do you, do you think it, it is down to Jones or, you know, you, you think of, you know, you had Brady in there from, you know, when he, you know, not last season with the team that he's got around it. Would that be enough? for the Patriots. Don't think so. I think the mm. I think we can't underestimate how much the leadership of Brady um did improve what was around him. But yeah. I think in general, I think Bill is a bit older and people is probably is you know it's like Jurgen Klopp for example, uh, not to say that he's anywhere near the the level of uh, Belichick, but you know with Klopp, uh, what they say is that that intensity I'd say that the other he way around, but yeah. But that intensity that he has in in kind of getting that style of play working, um, it lasts for like a few years and then it kind of starts to get harder to manage that. Right. Um, Yeah. So and and I think Bill is a certain type of character where he expects like certain ways of working, which is tiring for players. Right. Many ex-players have talked about how difficult it was to be there. Right. And it's Bill's way or the highway, right? And and I think at some point when you lose these key figures, like Brady is someone who who would have brought it all together, right? And was happy to be the best player in the league, best player of all time. And he was happy to take shit from Belichick and, and be a team player and say, hey, yeah. he was the first one to get called out. But now you don't have a player like that um, kind of bringing the team together. And then it starts to look a bit more individualistic and then he can't get his theories working, even though he's probably still one of the masterminds of the game, right? And and can scheme up anything. Um, it's that old school kind of management though. It's like when things are going well, then it everything's gravy. But as soon as there's chinks in the whole thing, it, it can almost collapse around itself because it's so, it can get toxic quite easily, I, I yeah. expect. Because it's very hard to be, uh, to, to, to live within that, that framework right you you have Mm. to um you have to give up so much right you have to give up a lot to be an nfl player but you have to give up even more like in this the way that he wants to do things and it it grows tiring very quickly and if you're losing as you say winning is the greatest uh the greatest medicine if you're winning you can do anything right you want to get that super bowl but imagine if you're you're putting up with all this shit and you're losing every week and you don't see your family because, you know, I don't know, they're, they're kind of, and you feel like you're putting your body through all this stuff that you're like, God, I would like to enjoy this a bit more. You know what I mean? Like, so we have hit, uh, just so you know, we have hit the 30 minutes. Can you hear it? Okay. Um, but I'm going to, do you think we should extend it for another five minutes? I think keep. let's keep going. So, I mean, anything more to add on the Cowboys Patriots? I mean, I was no. impressed with the Cowboys. Um, and I've got to give a special mention to Gallup. I thought he was immense. Nice. That's a nice shout out. I think he deserved that as well. So, mm. yeah, there wasn't really much else. Uh, probably well, the Eagles commanders 34-31 in overtime. Good win by the Eagles. Uh, they're tough I thought win. so. Tough win. Yeah, the, the commanders are you know a solid team. And that's why I suppose last week's win um, over the commanders was commendable for the Bills as well. So, I mean, um, 
great win for the Eagles in the end. That went into overtime, like you say, with a 54-yard uh, punt to win it, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty impressive. Um, others, 49ers against Cardinals. Got to mention the 49ers. They were so good. I think uh, my tweet on the weekend was, we're just, we're all living in the 49ers world. This is the 49ers world and we're just messing around in it. They they look the number one team to me. Oh, and uh, we should also give a special honorable mention to your friend Baker Mayfield, to be fair, because the Bucks beat the Saints 26 to 9. Mayfield is looking, I mean, I was shocked. I was like, is this a, a new guy? He looks totally matured. I, I hope it. Can he make it last for the length of the season? Because he's had so many ups and downs in his career. I would love this to be the start of something nice for him. Like, and he's matured and he's becomes like a bit more of a better team player and stuff. But the Buccaneers are three and one. Yeah, and this is it. And you know that Baker Mayfield. I mean, why is he twenty eight? He yeah, feels he's like still he's been relatively young. So he's yeah. still got, he's got still got his best years uh, ahead of him. And you know, I think. Yeah, like say, we're very like quick that. to write people off, though, right? We're it's a very fickle world, and and I think we're very quick to say, "Oh, this guy's never gonna do it again," right? I mean, we I said that actually. Speaking of that, not throwing anyone else under the bus, I I said that about Zach Wilson, because um, we we should probably mention that. I said that Zach Wilson's oh, probably he never special mention as well, yeah. yeah. Um, and he see. played he played great because the the Chiefs were lucky they they blew a seventeen point lead. And um, Zach Wilson played great to get them back in the game, ended twenty three twenty. But that was some dodgy calls towards the end, where I thought yeah, the yeah. I thought that yeah. the the Jets might get that, and then Chiefs were able to get it over the line. And and did you see Salah at the sideline? He was like so angry about about those calls. And uh, no, I mean, I, I had the the Jets Chiefs game as like second on my list to talk about. Then on to the Eagles against Commanders because I thought you know both of those games for different reasons were really quite entertaining to watch. Um, so yeah, I, was, I was, yeah, so I I felt like um, you know the Chiefs in itself, you know they're they're a team that obviously they've been doing very well for the last few years, and that's why I thought with your kind of Man United background, Chiefs would be the the go to. <laughs> you saying I'm a glory supporter? Yeah, I think they just don't fight it. That's your natural fit. I think the Chiefs, <laughs> because they also play in red. They've got the superstars. They they've got the yeah. They they're the winning stuff. Yeah, you got to okay. love him with Kelsey. Yeah, I just do. A bit. I do have a loving with Kelsey, but I think it's more. Well, I do love Travis as well, but Jason's probably my favorite Kelsey, to be honest. Um, yeah, and, and, especially after that documentary, I think that's that's a good shout because uh, I know you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, but I finally got to watch that over the weekend. I really enjoyed it, and it's given me kind of a taste for uh, looking out for other stuff similar. So I was kind of looking for that um, that what was that Lions one? Um, they did Lions, the Lions documentary. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a Lions documentary around. Um, there's one. In the previous season for the Cowboys, I can't remember why I don't. Hard knocks uh, or what? Hard knocks. That's it. Hard knocks. Yeah, that yeah, was so good. The Lions one. Well. Oh, but I actually there is. If you just go on YouTube, if you want some more documentaries about the teams, there is actually a Lions one called. Uh, I think it's called Into the Den, 
and the lions just the media team of the lions make it it's actually mm. one of the better ones i enjoyed watching it and they they even there's an hour-long episode where they show through the draft picks and, and the draft room so it's a bit like draft day right where it shows them how oh, they made okay. the decisions yeah, it was like pretty that. cool and they've there's like four episodes or five episodes you well, i'm quite excited that. about watching that bills one now we've mentioned that at the beginning of the pod so oh, yeah. i will check out the bills okay. one first that's that's my one go-to for the week right we have one minute 45 left get all the sports in now quick ra- right. rally them off um i don't think there's much kind of to talk around rugby world cup over the weekend no surprises to mention um we can talk about the games coming up this weekend on our pod on friday is our next pod is it thursday yes. friday friday yeah um premier league there's a bit of outrage around var did you see that for liverpool tottenham I did, I heard about it. I didn't see it, but I'm happy yeah, to see Spurs I mean, a second, though. Spurs a second. Um, it was kind of one all in that game going into it, kind of injury time. Last minute of injury time, uh, Liverpool were down to nine men. They'd had a goal disallowed that went to VAR for offside, but then they, they kind of assumed that they'd given the goal, so they said no check. So it's big controversy around the VAR where it should have been a goal if they checked it properly at VAR, but they kind of just didn't bother human error and oh, just well. assume the ref had got it right on pitch and before they know it what's the point in having var if we're going back to human error just like just get rid of it it's just pointless you may as well just keep it with you know linesmen or assist- are they about to be called linesmen or assistant referees now but you've only got like 10 seconds left so oh and you- special mention uh luton against uh burnley tonight good luck burnley you need to get those points luton are coming on the back of a a surprise win over the weekend, actually. Um, so that they got their first win of the season. Burnley, unfortunately, lost to Newcastle. But they kept it commendable. Um, but yeah, interesting going in tonight. Um, whether Burnley can get their first points of the season. Uh, that's just especially for Baz. Perfect. <laughs>